but I've got to wait here in my family tree for my real family. Beautiful thing about diggers is diggers are marvelous chaps. They're loaded with them with vigor. They love to leap in your nuts. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of November 22nd, 2020. This is episode 110. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Pixar, 20th Century Fox, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Hey, so I put a survey out there talking about the Darkwing Duck reboot that we discussed last week. And of the options, yes, let's get dangerous. You're excited. You're ready for this. You're cautiously optimistic. Or you're not interested whatsoever, so nope. 25% 25% of you said, yes, let's get dangerous. You're excited for this reboot. You're looking forward to it. 75% of you, though, said you're cautiously optimistic. But, thankfully, nobody, nobody said that they're not looking forward to this. That, is, that nope was an option, an answer. So, most of you, you're cautiously optimistic. I can understand it. But after seeing what they've done with Dark, uh, DuckTales, you know what? I, I, I... I'm. I can't help but be positive about it, and and think you know what they did that good job with Ducktales. We should have a good feeling for what's coming for Darkwing Duck. Now I understand the showrunners going to be a little different, but you know what? I think they got something going here. Fingers crossed, and we'll see what happens. All right, and you know what? We'll be back after these messages from our friends and sponsors. Hi Disney Marvels fans, my name's Tash and my BFF Mercedes and I make a weekly podcast dedicated to all things Disney. From music, movies and food and parks to fun weekly challenges, we discuss it all over at Chat Disney. You can find us on Instagram at Chat Disney or Twitter at Chat Disney UK. We release weekly episodes every Monday morning, which can be found on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Bye for now. And now on with the show. Funny how a photograph can take you back in time To places and embraces that you thought you'd left behind They're trying to remind you that you're not the only one That no one is an island when all is said and done I was sitting in my car the other day and driving along, my kids are watching a movie in the background, and it dawned on me, there's another movie that was related to the one that they were watching that I wanted to talk about. They were watching the original Winnie the Pooh, and they were really enjoying it, and it was, it was nostalgic for me, and, you know, just, it's one of those feel-good movies, and then watching my kids watch a movie that I enjoyed as a kid and just again not having to worry about what they're watching what they're being exposed to just pure innocence and enjoyment which is what you know the Winnie the Pooh character is is innocence and I thought well there's a there's another movie tied into this that I want to talk about because I enjoyed it and then I realized It's the 20th anniversary of this movie back in February, and I forgot to talk about it. So, the movie I'm talking about is 2000's The Tigger Movie. And 
it's not the first movie Disney did after Winnie the Pooh. But I want to say it's probably one of the better ones that they have done. Following Pooh's Grand Adventure, and then there were several movies after even this one. Pooh's Grand Adventure, uh, well, we'll, we'll maybe get into that some other day if I, I feel up to it. And I'm not saying this is the best movie of all times, that it tops the original movie. Definitely not. But there are parts of it that really, really pulls at the heartstrings. The synopsis of the movie is that Tigger is missing other Tiggers. That he's trying, he's, he's walking around one day and he wants to do things. He, he wants to do Tigger things. He wants to go bouncing with his friends or, or with other others. And no one either is able to do it at the moment or no one understands it. And this kind of leaves them with an empty feeling inside of how, well, someone's got to understand what I want to do and why I want to do things. And, you know, obviously Pooh is not a, a bouncer. The only one that is interested is Rue. And he's talking to Rue, and, and they, they go talk to Owl, and Owl's talking about, well, well his family, you know, there's a long line of owls, and we've done this, and we've done that, and this owl, and that owl. And this got Tigger to thinking, well, what about my family? So the adventure of this movie is Tigger sets out to try to find his family. Now, does it get goofy at times? Does it get a little silly and far-fetched at times? Yes. I mean, it, it is... It's not the the original movie. Um, the original Winnie the Pooh movie, which is a, a bunch of collaborations of shorts, of course, but this is... This is a movie unto itself, an original story based on the characters of... Now, it doesn't have Gopher in it, which was not an original character from the book. It was a character that the Disney company came up with. The animation studio decided, we're going to put this character in for a little comic relief. Just need that extra little character in there. And, uh, but this is more, I guess, based on the variation or the storylines from the Winnie the, the many adventure Winnie the Pooh television series or Adventures of Winnie the Pooh television series that was out in the, the early 90s late 80s early 90s um, so y you have a, a slight very diversion of the character traits uh, in the animation style uh, as much as they tried to stay true to it um, a lot of this animation wasn't done and the home Burbank studios, it was done over in the Japan studios. But uh, very clean lines. A uh, lot of attention to detail. But it, it, you watch the two congruently or just you know, one following the other anyway. Um, you'll, you'll realize that there is a, a, quite a bit of a diversion. Um, where the original one... The lines aren't as clean, also due to the time that it was made. 
um, and just the the style of animation, it, it it is it is different. But something big happened with this movie, and it was originally planned to be a directive video release, until then chairman Michael Eisner heard the score of the movie and immediately decided to bring it to theatrical uh, worldwide release. Who did the score is the kind of the important thing to this movie. Um, it was it was the first movie since 1971's Bedknobs and Broomsticks to have the songs created by Richard M. Sherman and Robert B. Sherman. So you had the Sherman brothers come back to create the music for this movie. And that really does help sell this movie. Between Lullaby and Your Heart Will Leave You Home and the Super Ooper Duper Looper uh, Bounce um, and, and stuff like that. It's... It's the Sherman Brothers. That's all I have to say. It's the Sherman Brothers. And Your Heart Will Lead You Home, which is the main th- song from the from the movie. Um, it, it pl- plays at the end of the credits. It is performed by Kenny Loggins. It's the first time that the Sherman Brothers collaborated with somebody, with another songwriter. And Kenny Loggins performs the song, and it is. It's what helped me or made me fall in love with this movie, because um, it really brings home this the story, and the message of the movie, of family. And beyond some of the goofy aspects of it. Beyond some of the, the 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 craziness and the little goofy moments, that the last I want to say fifteen minutes of the movie is so sincere and so touching. And I'm gonna to try not to ruin it for you, but. It really it changes the perspe- perception of the movie, and you come walking away feeling you know, with the feels. Um, it, it's I I just watched it just moments before recording this, and I still get a little teary eyed at the end, and then the, that song plays. And it just kind of sums up the whole, the whole thing so nicely in verse that you just can't help but you can't help but have the feels because it just it reminds you of the important things in life, and it reminds you of who should be important in your life, and. You know, having that connection with people or just who who is your family? 
is kind of a, an underlining question in this story. And at the end, obviously, it reveals who the family is. Who, Tig who is Tigger's family? And it, it, it's kind of one of those moments that I think a lot of people in certain situations have experienced themselves or have gone through this this journey to find this same answer of who is their who's their real family and it, again it's a very adult topic put into an animated movie that the entire family could watch and enjoy and take out different levels of things that are age appropriate or bring up conversations or discussions and open up discussions about who is family what does family mean you know is all family related you know are all, is all family you know biologically related you know being an ad adopted father this was even before any of that happened but i still connected with this movie with that aspect and it's it, it really ties that message in nicely um I mean, Jim Cummings himself said this is one of his all-time favorite, quote-unquote, Winnie the Pooh movies he's ever done. I mean, the, the man's done so much work, you know, beyond Winnie the Pooh. I mean, it's it's hard to find something animated that has voice work in it that doesn't have Jim Cummings' name somewhere in there. Uh, Darkwing Duck, we spoke about the, the other uh, last episode, and, you know, I spoke to Ted Stones about it. And I even brought up adoption in that. Um, so I applaud Disney for bringing in these, these themes and topics to their stories. <sighs> this one in particular, like I said, rewatching it, I see it from a different light. Okay. Some of it seems a little campy at times, but like I said, that, that last, not even half hour, the last 15 minutes really, really just drives the movie home and gives you. Um, a beautiful, beautiful message that, especially in times like this, I think everyone would find comfort in. Um, or, or just appreciate. If you cannot relate, you can appreciate what the message is here. And what the, the story that they're tra telling with the, the, Hundred Acre Wood characters. What that message is. Um, so, it, it's it's worth checking out. Uh, again, I won't say it's necessarily always one of my my favorite ones. I mean, it, even if you go back, I found out that the working title of this movie is Winnie the Pooh and the Family Tree. Um, and one of the the nice notes it's kind of sad uh paul winchell winchell who was the original voice of tigger did try to record for this um and they tried to bring him back but his voice just he he was in retirement and they just tried to bring him back from it 
in hope that they could salvage something, but they, they wouldn't. So they, um, again, tapped Jim Cummings to, to do Pooh and Tigger. John uh, Fiddler, Fidel, Fidler, Fidler, John Fidler. Oh, another episode that I'm just butchering people's names. I apologize. Was the last remaining original voice actor of the franchise from the original movies um, or original shorts? Of he, he does Piglet. He's even in uh, Emperor's New Groove. Um, you know the the voice is so. Um, you, you can really pick out his voice. It's so defined uh, that you know exactly who that is. Where would I rate this movie? See, that's the hard part. If you're talking about the first part of the movie, yeah, you know, I'm. I'd have to give it a little bit of a lower, lower, lower score, just because, like I said, it's it is campy at times. But you can go to the back end of the movie and. It just it helps boost that that up, you know. A, a movie that you you know you start getting feeling you 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 can kind of relate to, or you just appreciate the message being portrayed and how they portray it. Um, would it be wrong to say this movie should get? If I balance it out, if I balance it out, because the the one end is so much higher than the other, and I, I if I draw a line down the middle and dot a couple eyes, I would say probably a seven, a seven and a half, seven and a half. We'll, we'll go there, seven and a half for the Tigger movie. Um, you, know, you have the songs by the Sherman Brothers, and again that that message, that message of family, and who is your family, and in what does family really mean and how family will be there for each other even though they may not always understand you if they may not always appreciate you they may not always look like you but family sometimes is something that it's like a fingerprint there's no two families that are the same and there is a bond within a family that just because again you don't look the same or you don't have the same interests doesn't mean that you're not loved moving on from that let me uh, jump ahead to something that just came out recently episode four of the season two so chapter 12 of the mandalorian just dropped and uh so let me let me (laughs) talk about a stretch of conversation go from one to the other um yeah so that one that was this week's episode really cool um as I said last week, uh, though they um, hinted at we will be seeing Ahsoka soon, I said I don't think it's going to be the next episode, and I made I made a good prediction. Apparently, that doesn't mean that a lot didn't happen in this episode. A lot of cool things are happening. Um, 
going on. Uh, things that we already knew have been brought to the attention of the characters. Uh, they bring back uh, Carl Weathers comes back and um, so you have that whole crew, that end of the galaxy or the, the storyline that we saw at the beginning and Mando left them. He's now gone, come to return to them and he helps them out with some stuff and again the reveals of certain things that we know that um, the Grand Moff is still alive. Cool. That's still going on there. Alright, so we know that. And this is assuming you've watched everything, so if not, sorry, it's spoilers. But, uh, yeah, so we he learns that that's still happening and that things there's still a danger out there. There's still a threat. Um, which creates more of a sense of urgency. Um, and then we start to get back into some more of the Star Wars themes of who can you trust. Uh, you know, that, that things aren't always what they seem or who they seem uh, things like that start popping up um, and, and I don't know I, I don't know if they're trying to tie in some of the stuff that was going on in the movies uh, into this to bring forth what was happening at in the, the three movies that cause remember this happened before episodes 9, 10, 7, 8, 9 before his episode 789, before all those, Force Awakens uh, is when The Mandalorian takes place. So stuff that's happened in those movies, uh, are they bringing it into this? Um, I, it was hard for me to tell because uh, it was a little dark, but it was uh, visually dark. Um, really well done. And uh, surprise, surprise, the director of this one, Carl Weathers. Who knew? Apollo Creed himself directed this episode, and it was fantastic. Um, so well done. Carl, great job. Um, can't wait to see more work. So definitely check it out. I want to know what you thought of episode four, and have you watched? Have you watched the Tigger movie? Tell me about it. Join the conversation. Join us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast, or on our Facebook group, which is Facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast you also got us on the Instagram at Disney Marvel's podcast and on the Twitter which is just at Disney Marvel's you can also email the show with any answers or suggestions or questions that you may have that you would like me one day to answer and I will be more than happy to do that for you on the show I'd love to connecting with people via email or any other way to Disney Marvel's at gmail.com you're not into doing emails you want to hear yourself on the show by all means, I will be glad to do that. Leave your voice message through the Anchor app or website, or record it on your device, computer, your smartphone, whatever, and email it through DisneyMarvels.gmail.com to us. And I'll gladly put you on the show. Um, and for the Anchor website, if you want to go that way, you can do that too. Links to that are in the show notes. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have, how crazy life is, and the fact that you've spent some of this time with me means so much. It, it really, um, really is special to me, and I really do appreciate it. Um, like I said, you know, this, the theme here is family, and you're my Disney family. And like Walt always believed in a big family, I believe in a big Disney family. It, it's. We all understand each other. We're all 
you know, we have this bonding connection and understand the lighter things sometimes. I, 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 it's hard to explain, but there, there's definitely something magical about the Disney family. And, you know, with Thanksgiving now, just out in the road for us for Halloween, uh, for the United States, Halloween, hello, uh, for the United States, it is definitely time about family. And it may be hard nowadays for us to spend time as family. But one way or another, reach out, tell someone that you love Tell someone that you miss them. Spend a little extra time with, with family and the members that maybe you haven't been able to see as much this year. Or you just, you know, time has gone away from you and realize it's been a while. Start now. So thank you. Thank you again for spending some of your crazy time uh, with me. And I, I really do appreciate it. Side note. As I always ask, and I, I, it does help out, and I do always appreciate it, the fact that, you know, so far, straight five-star rating for this show. Go on to iTunes. Give us some more ratings. Um, it helps other people find the show and, and um, see what's going on. Or tell other people. Word of mouth is always great, too. Tell other people. While you're, you're speaking around the, the Thanksgiving table or whatnot, hey, I know you like Disney, too. Check out the Disney Marvel podcast. He's always got some interesting stuff going on there. Where you at it, also don't forget to subscribe to the show. This way, when you, you always know when a new episode is posted. But while you're at it, consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out. Um, help us afford different things and get things going. Equipment is not free, unfortunately. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash disneymarvel slash support. Or you can find our Patreon page. Links to both of those are in the show notes. Patreon, you actually get some nice little free stuff too. Uh, whatever you're facing out there. Whatever's going on. Again, it's a holiday time. And sometimes with the news and everything going on and things going backwards, it is hard. It is hard on everyone. I know it's hard on you. And you are not alone not unloved and maybe cold and things may not seem bright but there's a light inside of you that you should embrace it may be hard to find but believe me it's there embrace it and it'll light up your world and it will help you move forward everything else is going backwards you just gotta keep moving forward and this too shall pass Be your own hero. Never give up. Never give in. I believe in you as you should believe in yourself. Now I'd like to end this show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. In my view, wholesome pleasure, sport, and recreation are as vital to this nation as productive work and should have a large share in the nation's budget. And that's Walt Disney. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Dear Tigger, just a note to say. Dress warmly. Eat well. Stay safe and sound. Keep smiling. 
We're always there for you. Signed, your, your family. family.